Just gonna casually walk around the corner here like I meant to be here the entire time. Oh, Grace, there you are. Uh, wanna read another thing because Jackie called in sick again? Do you know what this does to my search history? I mean... Uh, I guess. Warning, the following podcast contains adult language, situations, and sexual content of many different kinds. You see, this is an erotica review podcast with only one rule. The erotica must be posted for actual money somewhere. Because once you start charging for it, you're asking for it. Welcome back, dear patrons, to the Red Light Library podcast. I'm Head Librarian Gavin, joined by my scientist friend... Grace. Who has no real expertise to bring to this one, but... Nope. We have had a challenge laid down, and we must deliver! You see, there has been an explosion of you recently because, well, I mentioned the podcast on Reddit and people wanted to listen to it, which is pretty fucking cool. I want to thank all of you who showed an interest in the show and are still listening now. She's fondling her mic. Uh, so a user who <laughs> she did the universal cupped balls routine around the mic, a user by the name Little Dinobug12 sent me a message, quote, so you review bad erotica is the subject in the in the actual message. I could use a roast on mine, maybe if you're interested. Lol. And then she goes on to explain what her uh, author name is, her pen name, and says, "I can promise they are betet, misspelling the word better already. Uh, they are betet than taken by the swarm or done at the dinosaur museum." Well. Little Dinobug12, or as your name is on the actual story, Emmanuel Lovecraft. Oh, called out. You are on, motherfucker. Now, but it- stop touching shit that makes noise. How did you get a spoon? She says she does run at Microsoft Word's grammar check, and she does a rudimentary edit before hitting publish. So this is already way more effort put into it than most stories. I can give her that. True. So what are we reviewing today, Grace? Picked up by the Demon President. The Demon President? The Demon President. The Demon President. This is not about a current serving president of any nation at all. Yeah. We try to not be too political. Unless you count hell as a nation. Hell hell is a very strong nation. They've been they've been together for a long time. I mean, I feel like living in hell. <laughs> So, well, I do thing. keep you locked in the basement. Yes. So we start off this adventurous story. Oh, by the way, the full title. Picked up by the Demon President, Carolon, BBW BDSM Demon Paranormal Short. So that's what you're oh, in for. I don't see that. I, I'm looking on the thing here. It's uh, like the rest of the title on Amazon. Gotcha. So uh, can we talk about the cover? We don't, I mean, we talked about the cover last week, um, but... Yeah. Wait, I just noticed this dude's pants. They don't look like real pants. I. They might be photoshopped on. Actually, if they are, they're well photoshopped. That might be a towel. Or a buckskin. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it doesn't look like pants. It's a guy who just farted and is trying to threaten you into not telling anybody. Right at this point, I kind of wish this was a YouTube video so we could show them what the title looked like. Uh, You'll see. Check the thumbnail. You can see it. You're listening. You can see the thumbnail. Uh, Hopefully. If you can't see the thumbnail, then sorry. Uh... (laughs) It's it's basically a long-haired gentleman with uh, uh, flat nipples, the best I can describe. Uh, he's nude from the like pant line up, 
And he's holding one finger up to his lips to be like, No. No words. Only nipples. Dos pantalones. Dos pantalones, please. He got that V, though. <laughs> he does have that V. He's got that, that Adonis belt. Yeah. Um, It's not a bad cover. I mean, I, 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 I would put an outline around the uh, font so you could read it better, but that's just me. Point being, um, that is the story we're dealing with here. And I think this is one of the least embarrassing covers I've seen so far. <laughs> Definitely better than uh, the last cover. Yup. Alright, kids, buckle up. It's adventure time. Now, the very first sentence, the lead of the story, uh, I want to say this is probably one of the better ones. Uh, Angela Takanoa, or Takanawa, I'm going with Takanoa. Angela Takanoa was what you would call, comma, an introvert. Ooh, I'm intrigued. We're going to read a story about someone staying in and reading a lot. Mm. I wonder what her Myers-Briggs personality would be. INFP. Hey, I'm an INFP. Sick. <laughs> Mediator for life. She's, she spent most of her time studying for her robotic engineering major, not degree major mm -hmm. so she really didn't have time for dating a habit that carried over from high school so we, we kind of set up this character right off the bat and then we hit the thing that tells you the writer doesn't know a lot about programming she's trying to make a robot and it's not doing the thing she wants it to do quote there had to be a glitch in the code somewhere yeah uh... gonna, gonna make a code of gy through the up pipe yeah <laughs> Um, I don't know a lot about coding, but it's probably like, what, a semicolon where you don't want it to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it usually is that bad. Uh, so in this beginning section, a friend calls her and it is, hey, uh, I know we would have talked about this before because that's how humans work, but in an hour there is a Rocky Horror Picture Show live show on campus and you should totes come because a friend of ours that we would have discussed this already yeah. is Frankenfurter in the show. You should fucking come. Uh, and she decides to go. This is actually her breaking out of her introvert shell. Now, there's something here in this first couple pages that you noticed, a big-ass uh, continuity error, oh. or something that was changed during the writing process, at least. Yeah. Uh, so on the first page, it says that she pushed a length of brown hair out from her face as she stared at her laptop screen, and then later when she's getting ready to go out... Um, it says she took her black hair out of her braids and fluffed it. So I was a little bit confused. Like, I did a double take because I was imagining I mean, her. I mean, haven't you seen that wonderful, that, that really popular hairstyle where you have brunette hair except for your braids, <laughs> which are black? Well, I figured that maybe she had, like, ombre hair kind of deal. Oh, bad ombre hair. <laughs> Some of that bad ombre. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or something. Like, maybe she, her hair was two different colors. Yeah. But I, I don't really... When you there's nothing else mentioned about her hair, I, I don't think it's not. So, this isn't not super important color. to the story. This is more of we started paying attention to minute shit because quote roasting was to happen. Oh uh, well, that and I just was like, oh, so like at the beginning of a story, I try to picture what the characters look like, yeah. and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, uh, what? <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. So she goes outside and immediately is accosted by a tall man with long black hair and a matching goatee. Oh, right. Definitely demon. Demon. Needs, yeah. Uh, if, there's, if there's one weak point of the story, it's the dialogue. It feels kind of robotic. Oh, yeah. 
I was wondering if you would <laughs> like some company. Hold on. I was wondering if you would like some company. It isn't safe for a young woman such as yourself to walk alone. Hashtag creep. Yes, I know that. How do I know? You don't want to do anything. She was very leery of this man, but time was ticking, goddammit. She had to get to the theater before the curtain went up. Well, you don't, but let's just say I could have grabbed you already if I wanted to. Oh, so if it doesn't show my intentions, I don't know what does. And then he coughed and changed his voice for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, that's a little creepy. That uh, <laughs> exchange. <laughs> I'm not doing that voice. So she she asks the dude why she like he he introduces himself. Angela meets him. Uh, he says, "By the way, by the way, my name is Mabis. M A R B A S." She's like, "That's a weird name because she's an asshole." And he goes, "I'm from Israel," which fixes all of it. She's like, "Okay." That's yeah. fine. She's like, oh. Whatever, that whatever. solves everything. I mean, I guess that's cool, but like, what was the creepy voice you were doing earlier? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they talk, she mentions her robot. She wants to basically build a robotic EMT to help uh, in war zones and stuff like that, in dangerous areas. Basically, she wants to make a robot person. Uh, it's not working. He promises to help her for a prize. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Um, then we get to this really fucking weird scene that kind of drags down the whole story. It just kind of stops. They get to the Rocky Horror Show, and as she gets there, they get a text from the guy who plays Frankenfurter. He was skateboarding, I think. Yeah, or riding his bicycle. Yeah, and he breaks his fucking arm. Because why not? So the lead breaks his arm. They don't know who's going to play Frankenfurter. There's an understudy we don't know. Yeah. Um... And then a man comes on stage. <laughs> a man comes on stage and says, Ladies and gentle sirs, welcome to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Now, traditionally, this is a film that is shown and there's audience participation. Well, we decided to do it a little different today. We're making it a live production. How wonderful is that? So, since there is obviously some virgins in the audience tonight i'll go over the rules the man dramatically pulled a scroll from his inner pocket and unfurled it whenever brad appears on screen or is introduced in some way the line asshole is appropriate for janet use the line slut or say rice and pelt the virgins with rice this continues for a long ass paragraph. Oh yeah. Well, Basically, like we learn phone pages. We learn fucking everything you're expected to do at a Rocky Horror showing, which by the way, I respect people who love Rocky Horror to death and think it's the coolest thing in the world, but also this stuff is obnoxious as shit, especially when mm-hmm. you do it in chain theaters. I'm looking at you people in my area. There's still fucking rice. <laughs> anyway, um yeah, he basically explains everything you're supposed to say or do, which is weird because each thing has like two or three fucking options as yeah. to what you can say or do. Whenever the narrator, me, Charles Gray appears, have chin sex, or you can shout boring and throw paper balls, or say, Charles Gray, he's okay, or no, 
or, or he's got no fucking neck. Usually someone runs up to the screen and jumps up under it with his hand up. But since this is a live production, we'll skip that. For Dr. Scott, he may be booed, but it's also appropriate to yell kiss ass or Dr. Scott should be shot. I got a fucking manual on how to see a movie or play and... That's just like two or three pages of content I don't need. It also feels yeah. like two or three pages of content copied and pasted off a website. Yeah. Also, I feel like it doesn't really belong in the middle of an erotica novel. Yeah, I'm trying to get my horn on, man. Yeah. I, and here's the thing. As soon as we get to the next page, it's revealed that Marbus is Frankenfurter. And before they get the show started, they want to break in the virgins, which turns out there's one frat guy and Angela. Uh, they get Angela up on stage. Part of it is the virgin vow where they have to, like, grab their crotch and say a thing. Um, and then at one point she has to bend over and basically show her clothed ass to the audience and he spanks her. Yeah. And let's just say Splash Zone. She's into it. Real into it. Ooh. It's like a sexual awakening for her right it's now. It's a very big Because she hasn't, by the way, we should point out, she legit is a virgin. She just hasn't left her study room since high school. She hasn't left her study room since about 1992. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, Thundercats were hot back then. She felt him gently caress her ass in front of the entire audience. Her shame and humiliation burned almost as much as her lust. I'm not going to give him a stupid voice. Because pride becomes before a fall, you will get three licks of the paddle before you sit down. Her eyes flew open as she began to right herself. Oh no, not! She felt a strong pair of hands hold her down. Don't worry, it won't be real paddling. She heard Marbus whisper in her ear. Yet. She felt three taps of a thingy on her butt and then sploosh! Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. She's so horny. So, um, I want to move forward a little bit from this because, like, a page or two later, we get the wonderful line where he basically just goes, Oh, BT Dubs, I'm a demon. Oh, yeah. And she just, like, she's just like, she's Oh, cool. cool. Like, there cool was no it. discussion. She just accepted it. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? So, Marbus offers to do a thing. He'll help her finish her robotics project for a price. And it's not the price you'd expect. Can we? Do you have that quote? About what he'll charge. A uh, what? When well, they're talking about him being a demon. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to find it. Ooh, uh, fuck me. He said, well, you decided to stick around, Marbus said as he stepped from the backstage area. Yes, you mentioned payment for your services. What kind of payment exactly? Angela said warily. Smart move, not committing until knowing the full price. Well, it's not your soul or anything. Wait, what? Angela said, obviously confused. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to tell you. I'm actually a demon. Marbus <laughs> said as he stepped closer to her. One of the presidents of hell, actually. I've Ooh. been known to be very ta talented with mechanical things. Hence, why I wanted to help you. But I never do anything for free. You want my price? My price one, my price one night of your time in your innocence. I didn't realize... That was the first time I'd ever read that sentence out loud. And your innocence. Yeah. Innocence. 
And if you'd like to lose your innocence even more so, check us out on basically any social media account I can think of. Redlightlibrary.tumblr.com, where I regularly post quotes from the stuff we review because these things are so stupid. Uh, as well as audio clips from the episode, we're starting to do that. Uh, to tease new episodes coming up and to let you hear some of the funniest stuff from older episodes. Uh, we also have a Twitter, which I have officially brought back to life. And while I'm recording this, I'm going to very unprofessionally pull up my browser because I've forgotten what the actual full Twitter at Red Light Library. Someone did not beat us to it, so we don't have to put the word podcast in our Twitter account like some people. You can also search Red Light Library on Facebook and get us there. Uh, basically, the same thing as the Twitter. And, uh, oh, created a subreddit, reddit.com forward slash r forward slash red light library. There is literally nothing on that subreddit. I don't know what I'll do with it. Maybe we'll just post books to it. We can have a, we can have a good old hangout campfire session and talk about porn. Maybe we can do that. That might be something. But yeah, thank you so much for your support. You guys are amazing. And if you want to really actually financially support us patreon.com slash red light library there's bonus content you can get and it's cool uh yeah so yeah bye so yeah he's totes a demon totes and she's into it yeah like the next thing she just the next thing she said oh she said Angela thought about it for a moment. Marbus was definitely attractive. When they danced together on stage, his strong, muscular body felt divine next to hers. When he placed his hand on her ass during the virgin initiation, it almost made her cream. Right there in front of everyone. That's... Sploosh. I just imagine whipped cream coming out of your lady bits uh, when people it say that. It makes the sound of the can. It's just like... <laughs> yeah. And then the only reason she was still a virgin wasn't because of some moral objection she just didn't she was just too involved in her work for any activities and then the next bit of dialogue is just oh okay i accept it notice that uh we've set up everything so that she's of age she's a virgin but also she's sexually like active mentally and we basically set everything up so there's nothing wrong going on here. We've avoided right. every pitfall, which is kind of clever. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's good. That's nice. And then we're in hell. And <laughs> hell is green as fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A smell um, of sulfur surrounds them and boosh, they yep. are in his bedroom, his boudoir. Yep. Where the duvet on the large four-poster bed is a dark green the curtains are a heavy green velvet, and the dark carpet was lush under her feet. And there's some nice detail here. There's even a description of the, uh, I think, yellow piping. On golden the, piping, Golden yeah. piping on the mattress, or on the duvet. Uh, then we start getting down to it. He yeah. has her take her shirt off. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't really... Uh, her, her nipples are probably the star of the show. They react to fucking everything that happens. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, my nipples are hard because he touched my boobs. Oh, my nipples are hard because I did this. Oh, my nipples are yeah, hard Yeah, my nipples are hard because they're pressed against the couch. Yeah, my, yeah, my nipples bed. touched a thing. Boink! Yeah. Turkey's done. Uh, he eats her out and she loves the fuck out of it. Um... If there's one problem I have with all erotica, we've talked about this before, but uh, 
we don't have enough words for genitalia. There just aren't enough. Yeah. And when you start using the word folds repeatedly, mm. now I get it. And this isn't even like a visual thing. I'm not saying like, ew, she has labia that are pronounced. Like, that's not it. Um, I don't give a shit. But it's just like <laughs> the word folds makes it sound like it's a book down there. Like there's lots of different options besides and, the like, one. I don't like the way they depict like the word the folds. mucus and stuff that comes out. <laughs> the mucus. I mean, that's what it is. It's hey, like... man. <laughs> Sorry. That's what we. That's, that's why dudes have adapted the word cream or squirt. <laughs> squirt, I think, is something different. Uh, it's not piss. No, but it's like not. It's not the like natural lubricant that nope. comes out. But it's like, exciting if you don't know you can do it. Yeah, but it's just weird. Like when they're like, it's glistening. It's G- so wet. It's <laughs> dripping. It's sh- oh, she's dripping left and fucking right in yeah, this. Yeah, there's a, a lot of that dripping. She's literally stuff. dripping by the time he, he lays her back on the bed to eat her out. Which doesn't. It's not. That's not. Like, if I, I'm not, I'm just reading this, like, I'm not trying to get off on it. <laughs> but if I were, and I just saw the words dripping, I would just leave. <laughs> I would just. You need a girl, you need a bottle of water. You yeah. Need, you're going to be dehydrated after yeah. Um, the As far as the sex is concerned, um, he gets her off, and then they break out the toys. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but whips and chains excite me. And he whips out. Oh, he does say sopping wet hole. So, <laughs> that sounded like you just re- realized something horrible about your life. Oh, it does say sopping wet hole. Sopping wet. That's a highlight of mine. Sopping. Yeah. That makes it sound like you use a vagina to soak up other things. He- For One sops up uh, gravy with a piece of bread. Yeah. Oh. Well, you, he about to sop up her gravy. Did you see what that pop-up says? Auditions primary tent volume is low on disk space. I just click up. yes. Yeah, one uses like a, a, yeah. a piece of bread to sop up the leftovers of a soup. So I, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm uh, currently in a uh, sexually active relationship. I have not once taken my partner, seen a stain on the floor, and went, "Babe, <laughs> put your vagina on it." It's time. Hey, uh, there's some Mountain Dew over there. Why don't you go just take put care that, of that? Put them labia to work. <laughs> you ain't gotta go to work, work, work. Uh, yeah, it's we fucking... hold these truths to oh. be <laughs> Yeah, and the the scene about him tearing through her cherry—that's another thing. That... Well, before we get to that, um, the whip, the whipping, like the spanking, and then the actual use of the cat of nine tails. Oh, yeah, because that's what he does I think this is a pretty decent BDSM scene. Like, I've been inundated with some Fifty Shades horse shit for too long, but... Yeah. There's a lot of description of the line between pain and pleasure and how she's, like, experiencing that, and she's starting to kind of get it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it kind of works for an audience surrogate. I mean, one, for an audience surrogate who's into it, but I think it might also work for someone who's not into it, and they're just kind of trying to understand it. Yeah, Uh, it's not too crazy. Yeah. And then, as you said, it's the sexy sex time. He has a foot-long dick. Yeah. Twelve inches by her measure. Twelve inches, she estimated. Thick and hard. It's always hard. And then, in a virgin? And here on this show, we have a rule. If you have a big dick, you are a big dick. 
Uh-huh. And in a way, Marbus kind of proves this because his way of dealing with a hymen is falcon punch. Yeah, he just like punches through that that hymen. He basically puts her on the edge of the bed, lines up everything, and then falls on her. So he goes balls deep, and then he goes, "Let it happen." Yeah, yeah. And then he starts having the sex, and she's like, "Okay, I'm into it." And oh then- no, she's not just into it. Uh. Each stroke drove Angela closer to another climax. Ooh, baby. Which, uh, the first time I read this, it's it seemed like they were trying to say, like, she was having, like, a climax every time that he uh, did an uh, in-and-out uh, thing. Uh, and uh, I was like, that's exhausting. Lady, calm down. Yeah. And then he starts losing control of his ability to appear human. And sprouts wings. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Which is kind of, kind of badass, I love. He gets a lion head. He gets fucking demonic. And it's, there's a goddamn, this sex scene should be painted on the side of a van. It's pretty metal. She's kind of into that whole, like, lion head wings thing. And then he explodes. Into her body. And she's probably gonna with get an unholy up. growl. He emptied his seed deep <sighs> inside of her no longer innocent body. Thank you. That was quite good. I needed that. <clears throat> Payment made and more than accepted. <laughs> that was good. Uh, <laughs> so he then, like every dude, immediately is like gets his shit together. He's like, oh, okay, well, not you need to leave now. Um, yeah. He basically gives her a thumb drive with Skynet on it. It is so, an artificial yeah. is an artificial intelligence that will do what she needs that robot to do, but if she plugs it into something that has internet access, it will ruin the world. It'll yeah, take over the planet. Yeah. And she goes like Skynet and he goes, Yeah, I like that movie. Um and he also gives her a little disc that allows her to summon him whenever she wants. So basically setting up the fact that she's gonna fuck his brains out all the time. Or he's gonna fuck her brains out because yeah. she didn't really have a super active role in this. Yeah, no, she just laid she, there. Yeah, that was kind of that was also kind of a weird thing. It was just like she just kind of took it, but I guess she was. But she it is, is a taken, virgin. and the title is taken by the demon. President. No, it's picked up by the demon president. Well, then she should have. They should have had wall sex. <laughs> yeah, just pick her up and slam her down on your boinkity, dick. Boinkity, yeah. I mean, he's obviously got... He should have turned into a demon earlier and then done shit like that. Oh, yeah. Or, like, flown her up into the sky while he fucked her. And then slammed her down into the fucking ring. (laughs) My God, there are people in there. (laughs) That was a wrestling joke. So, uh, now that we've given Emmanuel Lovecraft a look, what do you think? Uh, it was alright, I guess. Now... Compared to what? <laughs> Compared to some of the other stuff I've, like, been... Tinkered. Subjected to. Subjected. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, like, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever read as far as erotica goes. I, yeah, I agree with you. I think there's a couple of bits that, if you're into the thing, it's hot. Yeah. Because it's well done. I can tell it's well done not being, like, that target audience. Yeah, like, if you're into the BDSM stuff, like, light BDSM or, like, sci-fi kind of stuff, I the, feel like it'd be okay. The dialogue in non-sex scenes is 
robotic. It's yeah. It's I don't. I, and the thing is, I'm an asshole for saying it because it's just me basically going. It needs a little je ne sais quoi. Like I don't, I don't know what, what it needs, but it just feels like they're going word words back words back move on. I'm not saying you have to cut the fucking because I mean. As Emmanuel Lovecraft knows, she sells a lot of books, it seems. There's a lot of shit on her author page. Uh, you gotta have some stuff in it. Yeah. I, I think the se- I think I think the, 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 the sex shines and the stuff that people don't really give a shit about is eh. Um, I will point out quite a few missing commas. There's a lot of sentences that do the... Th- Human speech likes to start a sentence by going... Thing I started to say, comma, and then the rest of the sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't have that first comma a lot. So yeah, my my epic roast of this is you forgot her hair color, and maybe work on your dialogue. So it probably wasn't the uh, the epic shutdown that this this person was waiting for, but I kind of had fun. Yeah, it was all right. In fact, in the process, we read another Emmanuel Lovecraft story that we might. You might be the first double dip, because Jackie and I had quite the laugh. Yes. So, anyway, uh, that's a light recommend from both of us, I think. Um, especially if you're into the stuff that... Oh, by the way, her being a BBW, not fucking important to the story at all. A BBW? She's a, she's a curvy woman. Oh, I didn't pick up. Yeah, on that's that. the thing. Like, I, the tags that are in the title. That's that's another thing. Erotica these days starts slapping fucking BBW and everything, and then mentions she has big hips early on, and that's it. If you're gonna talk about a character being overweight, and that's what you know, big bodied woman is, or big beautiful woman, whatever you say, um, that is, it, it physically changes how you have sex, and there should be mentions of that, like awkward position changes or. Um, like, she does smother him with her thighs at one point, but I want a little bit, if you're gonna say BBW, be a little bit more pronounced about the fact that she's curvier, she's got curves, like, you're, yeah, you're not Yeah, because there she, wasn't any mention of that, I didn't see She the has the most sensitive so. nipples in the world, but how big are her boobs, how big are her hips, I don't know this. How big are, I mean, he doesn't get as much description either, but, um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're gonna put BBW in a tag, don't just be like, and she had big hips right at the beginning and that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, 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 that, that sounded like it just launched into an attack at the last second, but I realized something. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. If you want to check it out, you can get it for free with the Kindle Unlimited Pass, or uh, this one is two ninety nine on Amazon right now. You can go pick that up, or you can drop $6 and get a paperback version, which I think is pretty cool. This is the first erotic I've seen that has reviews and can be purchased physically. This is it. We're we're entering a whole new world. I'm head librarian Gavin. This is... Grace. Grace, who was going to disappear into the basement never be mentioned again. Or might be back in a few weeks. Who knows? Thank you for listening to the Red Light Library. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for sticking around and listening to us ramble on about erotica. And we look forward to seeing you next week because next week it's Dinosaur Month! That's di- oh no, a dinosaur is in the room! How did you. How, oh, it's happy to be here apparently. This improv bit has such potential. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. Not that worked. Oh no, it left. Oh, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>